everyone. This is Virginia Trinidad, wife and mother, bringing you a quick 15-minute podcast about health, wellness, and fitness. Well, just coming off Mother's Day, which happy Mother's Day to all of you mamas out there. What a special day, right? I really feel that Everyone says Mother's Day is every day, but I don't feel that way. I actually feel that Mother's Day is a day that really needs to be celebrated and with a lot of intentionality just because us moms are so intentional every single day with everything that we do that I do believe it's a day that we do need to and deserve to be celebrated. And there's also a lot of moms out there that haven't necessarily given birth to a child, but have a mother's heart. Our pastor, Don Shree, does a really good job at blessing those moms that maybe have not been able to actually birth children, but they so are moms. It's incredible. They, they mom over other people or their jobs or their parents. So it's really important to celebrate women in general who have a mother's heart. So important. Um, I think that something that is also really important for any listeners out there who have boys, who have birthed boys or just in general, I don't know what happened. You know, being raised, my mom would always be like, who do you have to call today and wish them a happy Mother's Day? Who do you have to wish a happy Mother's Day to? And I'll be honest with you, like, I think a lot of that has been lost. You can send a text message to someone for Mother's Day, and that is like copy and paste. Just the fact that you thought about that person and that you actually sent them a happy Mother's Day text message means so much. And make it the first thing you do. I know sometimes it's hard, like for us on Mother's Day, we get up and try to hustle and get to church and then you have the rest of the things going on, but make a list the day before, write the message the day before, so that way you send it to the moms that you know that are special and that you want to make sure that you touch on. I don't know. I I think my expectations are high. My husband always tells me, don't, don't get so hurt by it. I'm not, I don't take it personal. I guess the part that hurts is that there's no intentionality. It, it doesn't feel like there are it's given that importance anymore. So that's enough on my rant on Mother's Day. (laughs) Teach your kids to say happy Mother's Day to mothers in their life that have treated them like their own. (laughs) That's it. That's my rant. (laughs) So coming off of Mother's Day, isn't it crazy how sometimes I swear that there is somebody or something out to get me in the mornings when I am preparing my children to get ready for school? It is absolutely insane how there are some days that I have literally told my husband, I think our kids hate us. And there is a conspiracy that happens the night before where they literally want to ruin our day. And we want to, we're going to like, we have the worst morning ever. And it's like you and your husband, if you get ready with him or your kids, they're against you. Like, it's just crazy how some mornings are so hectic. So I want to kind of go over the morning routine with children and spouses and just kind of get a good idea of, of what a morning looks like. I try to split up my day into block scheduling. So I, it, 
I am going to have a PDF and I'll put it out as soon as I can. But imagine like block scheduling where the morning, it's kind of what I call my pre-morning. So that's the time where I would wake up hopefully by 545 and be able to have some time to pray, to meditate and to journal. That does not always happen. If I press snooze two times and it's like I did this morning, um, it was 540 and I press snooze two times, then I have already set myself back. So pre-morning means Virginia woke up at 5.40 and I got right out of bed and started getting ready. And then I had time to pray and to journal and to do all of that. Also, like give my husband a kiss as opposed to just like getting up and just shooting out of bed. I think I definitely have to be more intentional about just loving on him in the morning. And even if he's asleep, just being like, hey, good morning. You know, he's really good at if he sees that I'm awake, well, do a quick prayer before we get off on our day. He's really exceptional at that. But having that pre-morning time is huge. Now, if I don't get it to pre-morning, then it just goes automatically morning. And the morning is when I start lunches. If I haven't started them the day before, I start breakfast and I start my own lunch. So it's three lunch boxes up on top of the kitchen counter and I am sorting out meals. Now, my kids don't really take a lot of sandwiches. One of them will, but the little one won't. So I have to like heat up food and put it in a thermos and all of that and what container everybody likes and lunch boxes and things like that. I believe that the more children you have, the easier this is because you kind of have that mentality. Well, if you don't like it, then too bad. But when you have two, it's you're a wuss, like you do whatever they want and you're just like, forget it. So if you have like five kids, you give everybody the same thing and just forget it. If you want to starve, just starve. So I'm really bad at that. I will give kids, both of my kids, different things. And then myself, I prepare my breakfast and my lunch. If I'm fasting, I have to take my breakfast with me to the gym. If not, I have a shake or prepare my, my breakfast before I work out. So that is supplements. Then there's supplements. So what supplements am I taking for during the day? What supplements am I giving the kids, their vitamins, euthanasia, blah, 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 whatever. So that all happens in the morning. My kitchen is like grand central station in the morning. Either my husband or myself, we wake up the kids and then that's it. Like they want to cuddle. They don't want to get up. I don't want to go to school today. I'm so tired. Um, I don't want daddy. I don't want mommy. That whole scenario takes a long time. Everyone's different. Do your kids go up and go straight to breakfast or do your kids get dressed first? Our kids wake up and go straight to breakfast. They don't brush their teeth. They don't, they go straight to breakfast, which is a problem, but they wait there. But sometimes they're just waiting there and breakfast isn't made. So that just creates a whole ton of chaos too. And it's just like getting them to eat like eat your food, hurry up, eat your food. And then like, what do, no, I don't want that for breakfast. Dude, this is too bad. You need to eat that for breakfast. That is the only thing there is for breakfast. So we try to like change it up. But of course, one likes peanut butter. The other one likes maple syrup. One, you know, likes waffles. The other one likes pancakes. One likes bananas. The other one likes blueberries. Like why, why, why can't you guys just like the same things? Oh, because it's my fault. I, I understand it's my fault. From there, we transition into clothes. Luckily, one has a uniform. The other one, we choose. No, I don't want that shirt. I don't want that shirt. No, I don't want those shorts. Oh, 
It's so frustrating. And then sometimes the baby doesn't want dad. Sometimes the baby wants mom, but mom is finishing up the lunchbox. It is definitely chaotic. And then by the time we finish with clothes, it's brush your teeth. No one wants to brush their teeth. Like why is brushing your teeth such a big deal? Like, do you want people to smell a stinky breath? You don't want anyone. We have the Elmo song. We have Barbie brush your teeth. We have toothbrushes. We have that, you know, the sonic hair. We have different toothpastes. We have iPads that count you down for the two minutes. We have tried everything under the moon. Brushing the teeth is horrible in my house. It is, they literally will go to school every day if they could with a stinky mouth. We've tried to do it like the minute they wake up, no way. They are literally half asleep. They won't do it. I wake up and I brush my teeth. My kids don't, they don't do that. So of course, whose fault is it? Mine. It's absolutely my fault. So there we transition into the outside. And how many moms are like, do you have the lunchbox? Do you have the water bottle? Do you have the extracurricular activity clothes? Don't forget your backpack. Did you get your binder? It is mayhem. It's mayhem. It is absolutely the most stressful moment to try and get everybody out of the house. And if you don't come back to your house, so if you don't go back into your house and you leave, you know that when you come back, after school and after you've picked up your kids, your house is going to look exactly what it looked like the way you left it. So of course I'm trying to pick everything up. So that way, when I walk back into my home, it doesn't look like the maple syrup is still out. So that's a mess in its own because it's like you want to pick up, but you have to get to school on time, which I do say, I don't know about you all, but I think that traffic is so much better since COVID. Like a lot of people are working from home. I think before there was still kids work, you know, going to school from home. I really believe that traffic is not as bad as it used to be, but we still need to get out of the house at a specific time to get to school on time. So finally the kids are in the car. It's like, we made it. You're like, ah, oh, this is awesome. Oh, what are we going to listen to? I want to listen to Taylor Swift, the wheels on the bus. I want to listen to kids bop. Um, happy birthday to you. Really? So sometimes we do like a devotional in the car with the kids, or we'll listen to Christian music in the car, like anything to try and relax and have a peaceful ride home to, uh, to school. So you finally drop off the kids. You pray that there isn't any accidents. You finally drop them off. However many drop offs you have, and you have like silent time in your car. It's solitude. It is like the most precious time ever once they get out of the car it's like you made it i survived <laughs> it's incredible but it feels like the biggest accomplishment so there is where i decide what am i doing if baby shark is still not playing in the car i try to listen to something inspirational in the car until i get to a noisy gym and of course that's my situation you may try to find something before you get into a meeting or before you work out or before you, you know, have a conference. You, you have a few minutes before you transition into what is your actual morning. And that is, you know, it's already part of your new block and how you 
actually manipulate the time that you have in that new block of scheduling, which is so important. So I think it's really important when I look at my mornings and try to maneuver them as well as much as I can is to have a good mindset about it. You know, when I get myself caught into like, I can't believe this. I forgot this. I have to go back. This has totally set my morning off. I can say so many negative things to throw me off in the morning. And I really try to have the mindset of like, man, I get to take my kids to school. I get to have kids to take to school. I get to have healthy kids that I get to take to school. Um, You know, it's all about that perspective shift. It's all about like, I choose to make the lunch boxes because I choose for them to not eat school lunch. I choose for them to have music in the car because that's my choice. I don't have to put music on the car. So all of these things are actually because we choose them to be that way. What I have realized is that my mornings could be so much better if I prepare for my morning better. And how would I do that? I would start already the lunch boxes the night before, at least all the snacks in the lunch boxes the night before. When I'm picking up dinner the night before, already start putting together what is their hot food for the next day. So if they're going to have rice, then I would just already take the rice out. Or if they're going to have pasta, already have the rice and the, con- the pasta in the container. You could already take out, you know, the water bottles and prepare the water bottles. As far as myself, you know, I already have my protein, my salads. So take my lunch back out- box out and already prepare my salads. So taking out my clothes and like making sure that it's out to get ready to go to the gym. I really believe that your morning routine, and there's an amazing book called, I think morning rituals teaches you this. Your morning is determined off of how you finished your evening the night before. If you are want an exceptionally well-programmed morning, you have to have an organized evening because that is what's going to get you set for success for the next day. So I hope that this helps someone. I think that once I have this block scheduling out for a lot of you all to print, it is so amazing and it helps me so much to kind of see my day in blocks as opposed to seeing it into like this one big, huge day. People may have different blocks. I've seen um, this lady, If you, I don't know if you guys follow her. Her name is Jordan Page and she has five or six kids and she teaches the the block scheduling i learned a lot from her my schedule doesn't look like hers she has so many more kids she has a trillion more blocks i think that for people in our industry or the fitness life we have like this block of we need to have this block for like food and exercise. I think it's important. We have to have a block of like, you know, before the kids wake up in the morning and then a nighttime ritual routine, which I also have a small block for that. So I, I organize my blocks differently, but I think that all in all, it's important to have systems in the morning or throughout your day. So that way it just doesn't look like a big 24 hour mess. So I hope that helps someone when the PDF comes out, I will make sure that I make it available on my Instagram and on my link tree. I hope you guys have an amazing day. And as we close today, I just want to remind you that you are beautiful, you are worthy, and you are loved.